Hey, welcome to Standing in Faith. My name is Kat, and I'm in the studio with Jeff. Here I am. And David. Hi. John wrote a letter, the letter of 1 John, to people who are already saved. He specifically says, like, I don't write to you because you don't know the truth, but because you do know the truth. So we know that this letter was written to Christians, people, followers of Jesus. And in it, he says, we know that we're children of God and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. We know also that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Messiah. He is the true God in eternal life. So he came, Jesus came, and he gave us. He has given us understanding so we may know him who is true, and that's eternal life. So we have Yahweh, Yira, Jehovah Jireh, however you want to say it, as God being our provider. Yeah, so in the same way that uh, um, he provided a ram for Abraham, for many of you that know the story, when God had told Abraham to offer Isaac, and, and somehow Abraham understood that either Isaac would be raised from the dead or something would happen. Yeah, he believed in the promise God made. Yeah. yeah. But so anyway, when he was about ready to offer Isaac, you know, God said stop, and he instead provided a ram. And that's where the whole name, you know, Abraham built an altar and named the place Jehovah Yireh or Jehovah Jireh. God provides. And, um, and like we said in the last uh, podcast is that you know, these places were, were named for remembrance, that God is a provider. But then we go all the way over into what you were just talking about, Kat, into Messiah Jesus, who is the Lamb of God, the ram that's in the thicket, so to speak, that is that takes, you know, that becomes the substitutionary Lamb of God that atones for us. Um so, yeah, God continually provides. I, you, when I was looking up this, this name of, of God, I, I went to Genesis twenty two fourteen and kind of looked up what does provide mean. And it was very interesting. I was, I was actually surprised because it took me a little bit to process it through, but that word in Hebrew, actually means to look at, to see, regard, look after, um, watch, look upon, give attention to. Um, so I was like, oh, how interesting, right? He, in other words, he saw to Abraham's need. Yeah. Um, and through Jesus, he saw to humanity's need. Right? Humanity needed a savior, and uh, he saw to that. He provided us with a savior. Um, so Jesus actually fulfilled that, right? Jesus was the fulfillment of that. Um, it's uh, Ephesians 5, 2, right? And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God, right? It's through that sacrifice that Redemption became available to us. Yeah. 
I found the same word. Um, how do you say it? Yira? Yira? How do you say Yira. that? Yira. The J is usually silent. But okay. Yeah. Um, Jehovah I've, Jireh is okay. <laughs> I found the same word. I just happened to find it this morning. I was reading an interlinear Hebrew-English Bible translation, and um, I found in Isaiah 53, it's uh, verse 11. In English, it just says, after the suffering of his soul, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. Or it could say he will see... Um, the result of the suffering of his soul. But that it's that same word he will see in Hebrew. It was in there as Yaira, that the same exact word. And I and I was like, oh, there it is. He will provide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This this name is an interesting name, right? Because I think it's I think it's based off of um God providing a way to restore us back into right the fullness of our purpose and identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. However, I think it can very easily be twisted to become a Santa Claus name. Oof. Mm -hmm. And I and I I caution I caution myself on that. Yeah, you know what? I'll be honest. God has provided abundantly, extravagantly for me in my life. Mm -hmm. And I am so grateful for that. But it's not an expectation and it's not a, I'm just going to make, it's not a new electric vehicle tomorrow morning, right? No, yeah. no, no. It's, it's not me. It's not me looking for that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So yes, he is a provider and yes, he does provide for our needs. I think you know, and you had mentioned Jesus. Um, I, you know, the the stories of the loaves and the fishes, right? I mean, mm -hmm. they were, the disciples are like, "Wow, there's a lot of people, and we're way out here. We need to let them go so they can go eat." And Jesus said, "Well, what do you have?" Which is really a fascinating. You can just stop and meditate on that. Yeah, because we've all got something. Yeah. Well. He can take and multiply whatever our something it is into whatever it is that we need. Um, but yeah, that to me, that's a, a wonderful example of, of, yeah, Jesus saw that there was a need, right? He knew that people would get hungry and that they were far away from whatever the closest village was. I'm sure they didn't have like super center grocery stores. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he, 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 the question that he asked was, well, what do we have? What do you have? You know, in thinking about the names that, that we're talking about and been talking about really in the nature of God and and um, realizing that it, it we were just talking, funny thing is we were just talking about big trees, you know, like the redwoods and the sequoia and all that kind of stuff that y'all, you were Cat was showing pictures of them where they had been. I've never seen them. Jeff had, but the, how massive they are and how huge and the, the feeling it gives you, um, you know. In in a lot of ways, when we look at the different uh, characteristics and stuff of God, it is so. After a while, it it 
it gets to be like one of those huge trees and where you kind of sit you know, in the hollow of that big, huge tree and how massive this God of ours is. And yet, as huge and as big as he is, that he reaches down and in so delicate, wonderful ways works with us individually um, to bless us, you know, to take us where he wants us ultimately, to love us intensely and, 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 and take care of us and provide for us and whatever provision that may look like. You know, sometimes we think God should provide for us because we're Americans in, in that mm-hmm. context. And like you said, Santa Claus, and that's where we have to be very careful. God is not our Santa Claus. But, but, he, but he is there in such a rich way to give us a life that's abundant. And his name speaks that. And not only that, but it, when it speaks of God's love, um, you know, the Ephesians passage that you have here is 5.2, and, and walk in love as the Messiah also has loved us, given himself for us an offering, a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma, and the word in, in Hebrew for love means that, to give. That's what God does, to give. The, the word love is all-encompassing, all-healing. It's everything that God wants to, um, to bring about his perfect design in the earth. And his design was based on love. Not judgment. Yeah. It was based for God so loved that he wanted to bring back his design of restoration and healing and wholeness. And what does he do? He provides all the ways. It's not just providing our physical needs, but our spiritual needs. It's providing us a pathway to walk down, you know, when we look at that, that, that leads to more shalom. Yeah. I like the idea <clears throat> of thinking about his provision for us individually and corporately because it's with his blood that he purchased us to make us, you know, people from every tribe, every nation, every tongue, to make us a people and a nation, you know, to make us a kingdom and priests to serve our God. So he's also, it's with his own self that he purchased us to create us as a kingdom so we're part of a kingdom, and he gives to us corporately as a group and, corp- you know, individually. So it's it's just so, yeah, it's just so beautiful, mm-hmm. so beautiful that yeah. we're part of, we're part of a group, you know, because everybody wants to belong. That's just like a simple human desire to belong to a group. And here we are, we're part of this group that spans you know, mm-hmm. thousands of years, and we're in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where does that desire come from, too? The desire to be part of a group. Yeah. 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 From God. Yeah. What's interesting to me is if you go back to the garden, Genesis 3, right? Adam and Eve ate, and then all of a sudden they discovered they were naked. Mm-hmm. So they, they got some fig leaves and started to try to cover themselves. Um, 
if you go a little bit further, God actually provided a, a better covering than some yeah, fig right. leaves, right? God actually gave them skins, um, like a tunic, like a dressing, right, made from skin, which would kind of indicate that there was some level of atonement that took place to to get some skins right mm-hmm. and but he he did that for them he didn't he didn't spank them and holler at them and yell at them right he did ask them what they had done mm-hmm. um but the point i guess i'm trying to make is that there was even in that there was provision yes the start it's I, I just look at all these things and say these are all just foreshadowings of what Christ is ultimately doing for us, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, yeah, and it so that was the very first foreshadowing of providing, right? And then, then you got Isaac, which we just talked about, and then you had Jesus, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. There, there was provision. There was a way. God saw our need and provided a way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good comparison of us trying to provide for our own like true needs, you know, is like it's just like fig leaves, you know, and then God there's really no protection. If you were in a harsh winter, fig leaves are not going to any kind of leaf is not going to keep you warm. But yeah, God provided what was truly needed for that new life outside of the garden. Okay. So let's bless the listeners. God, thank you for sanctifying us once and for all through Jesus. Mm-hmm. I bless the listeners with satisfaction in your provision and true eyes to see what their true needs are and with gratitude. Father, in Jesus' name, I bless those that are listening today who may be in a time of need, whatever it may be, and and it's intense. And I bless them, Lord, with that name, Yehovah Yerah. They would experience your provision in a powerful way, Lord, for whatever it is that they have a need for that, Lord, you would begin to unfold powerfully your provision, your ram in place of whatever it is that's affecting their life in Jesus' name. I bless the listeners with the name Jehovah Jireh. I bless them to know, to feel, and to experience the God who sees them and the God that can see to their need. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.